everybody. Hi, guys. Welcome blustery Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we've had hashtag me too, hashtag church too, and now there's hashtag me church. <laughs> Mormon too. Mormon. That's what yeah. I'm calling it. Yeah. Mormon. Mormon. Me, me Mormon. <laughs> too. Me, moment two. Mor- Mormons also. Yeah. As well. Yeah. We're going to be talking about, uh, you know, yeah, the, the sexual abuse and all the things. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to it all. Yeah. You'll you'll love it. Stick around we'll, for the second half. It'll guys. be great. It's going to be a... It's going to be a, a hoot. R- great time. A rip-roaring... I promise you, hoot. Dan. And, you know, Dan... Yeah. When you are uh, going to a rip-roaring hoot... Uh, a hoot nanny, even <laughs> you may want to be clean shaven. Oh, and I am. I've been well, fe- yeah. I've been feeling the top of my head all day because I I gave my you know you don't you don't shave your head every day necessarily. No, no. Uh, but I did a I did a fresh one today with my Harry's. Did you? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks clean. Oh, it, it feels great. Looks super smooth. Yeah. If you it, it uh it's it's the way to go yeah. uh, if you want to be. Can you Im- just imagine how much more hydrodynamic I am right now? Yeah. And I'm- downright glabrous. I am glabrous. <laughs> is that a real word? I believe it I'm is. I'm just yeah. going to go with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, harrys.com uh, has all of your shaving needs uh-huh. at the ready. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, go there. I know you're curious about it. I know you want to know about it. You got, you get, so you sign up. Mm-hmm. You get a free kit. Yeah. They just send it to you for free. You pay for shipping. Uh-huh. But then you get... I mean, honestly, how you can't go wrong with this thing. You try it. You get the free kit. You get the the razor, you know, the, the five-blade cartridge. Mm-hmm. You get the handle, nice ergonomic mm-hmm. handle. You yeah. get you get the uh, the shave gel and, uh, and a little travel thing. All of that's free. Right. You try it. Yeah. If you like it, you keep going with it. If you don't like it, you don't keep going with it. I like it. Yeah. That shave gel was my head's savior this morning. Really? It was just great. That thing. Did. Do you do it all yourself? Oh yeah. How do you do the back, Dan? You gotta you, you gotta use your fingers. Your your hands or your eyes in the back. But okay. yeah. Mirrors? No mirrors? Nah. It's, a, it's yeah. like when I clean up like my neck. Uh huh. Right. I get the mirrors going. Yeah, you got to because then you got to you got to see where you're at. Right. But I don't have to see where I'm at. <laughs> I'm taking it all off. <laughs> like I don't there's no stopping point. <laughs> I just got to I just keep going. Uh, and you know what? <laughs> We're not necessarily advocating the shaving of one's head. They, these razors are actually designed for faces. They are designed for faces yes. and it's a it's a comfortable uh, a beautiful shave. Yeah. Uh, Whether it's face or the top of your head. Whatever, what, yeah, yeah, whatever you got. Yeah. Sh- I, shave your forearms. I, I don't care. <laughs> do whatever you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good one, Dan. So anyway, go to harrys.com slash TGIA. Uh, just, just get a free kit and see if it's worth your while. And if it is, great. And if it isn't, cancel it. No big deal. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Absolutely. And you help us out. Yeah. So there Which, you go. How can you go wrong with that? It's hard. It's it's hard to believe you could. I don't think you can. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's what we're saying. <laughs> All, right. All right, Dan. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to start out with a theory about the weather. Oh, okay. Uh, I have many theories about the weather. Yeah, this uh, uh, council member of the uh, Washington, D.C. City Council. Okay. uh, He's not the first one to suggest this, but he's the most recent. And he's, uh, you know... I'm I'm all about his politician. Okay, yeah. Uh, he got online and promoted a conspiracy theory uh, that the you know the Rothschilds. Oh sure, uh, that the famous very wealthy family, w- wealthy banking Jewish family. Sure, that they control the weather. <laughs> and he, by saying the following, this is his his official Facebook page. Okay, man. It just started snowing out of nowhere this morning, man. Y'all better pay attention to this climate control, man. This climate manipulation. And DC keep talking about we are resilient, resilient city. And that's a model based off the Rothschilds controlling the climate to create <laughs> natural disasters. They can pay for their own cities. They can pay for to own the cities, man. Be careful. <clears throat> okay, wait, I'm processing. Uh, so the theory, if I understand it correctly, uh-huh. is the Rothschilds, so- somehow, they pay the weather like, yes, to yeah. be uncomfortable. Yeah, they, they manipulate the weather. And they're, then, they're promoting climate change. And then the, weather's, the weather sucks, oh. so they can buy the city? So everybody moves away. Everybody. I'm, re- I'm really not sure how <laughs> the mechanics of this whole thing work. However, um, later he uh, is quoted in the Washington Post <laughs> <laughs> saying, "I work hard every day to combat racism and prejudices of all kinds. I want to apologize to the Jewish community and anyone I have offended." Oh, because everybody jumped on this as anti-Semitic, which it, it is based in an anti-Semitic. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm uh, sure that this, theory, this whole theory right. has a whole, uh, yeah, has a has that based to it. But when I read, when I re- so like the headline says, uh, DC councilman apologizes for promoting conspiracy theory that weather is controlled by Jews. Uh, and so everybody jumped on this thing that it was anti-Semitic out of the gate. And if you read the rest of this, he, I don't know that he even knew that that when he read this conspiracy theory about the Rothschilds, that it would that it would come across as like anti-Semitic right. to promote it <laughs> in this weird, really funny way. Like I actually right. you buy it. I actually kind of buy it that he just didn't know. That he just thought rich people Rich people are yeah. are controlling the weather. Right. And he didn't know that it had the uh, that those rich people were were wearing kippas at the time. Exactly. <laughs> and so I don't know. Who knows? Like, I, I like to call a spade a spade, and tr- I'd, I'd rather call this guy an idiot, really, at this point. I mean, because that's undou- the real issue. Undoubtedly. Why are we, why are we decrying <laughs> the anti-Semitism right. of this? Why is that what people are glomming onto? And why are they not denouncing this whole other part of it, which is he's bought into a conspiracy theory yeah. that the weather can just be controlled somehow? Where's the we- That's more offensive. Where's the weather anti-defamation anti-def- league when you need it? <laughs> that's what I need to know. No, seriously, because <laughs> that's the real problem with this statement in my mind, because again, <laughs> you guy, read what he said and he's not like, oh, those evil Jews. Right. 
So, what, so what you're saying is it's plausible that he's not anti-Semitic. Yes. It is not remotely plausible <laughs> that he's yes. not an idiot. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. That is exactly what I'm trying to say. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. I'm going to move on to, uh, to the Navy of these United States. Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, where you, Do you remember that we reported a while ago? That a humanist was applying to be a uh, chaplain, a chaplain, yeah, in the, in the U.S. Uh, military, yeah. Uh, well, guess what? He doesn't get to be one. I beg your pardon. Uh, this is an why not eminently qualified man uh, uh, by the name of Jason Heap, whose application, uh, which was sponsored by the uh, the Humanist Society. Mm was denied. So this comes uh, after literally dozens of U.S. lawmakers, like senators and House representatives, wrote letters or signed on to letters to the U.S. Navy saying he should not be one, uh, uh, be allowed to be a uh, chaplain. How messed up is that? That's really messed up. <laughs> Are you okay? That's, do we have to do no, that again? No, 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 it's just it's messed up, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> There's some in studio giggling happening. I'm just gonna let you guys okay. know. Sorry. Anyway, Sorry. Uh, the the fact is that they here. So here's um, uh, Senator Roger Wicker was one of the one of uh, nearly two dozen of his GOP uh, senator call Senate colleagues who wrote a letter calling uh, the potential approval a grave mistake. Grave mistake. Horrible. Uh, and it, this Wicker's uh, uh, press release, after the fact, said, the Navy's leadership has done the right thing. Oh the appointment God. of an atheist to an undeniably religious position is fundamentally incompatible with atheism's secularism. This oh decision preserves the distinct religious role that our chaplains carry out. Now, as <laughs> Hammond Meta on The Friendly Atheist points out, uh, humanism has been officially uh, recognized by the U.S. military yep. as a religion. Yeah. Yep. So Mr. Wicker is, in fact, incorrect. Yeah. It is an atheist uh, who is religious, apparently, according to the military's own uh, way of looking at it. Yeah. Uh, who is being who is being uh, denied this thing? That's that's absurd. Yeah. Rep, Rep, Representative Doug Lamborn of Colorado also wrote a letter uh, advocating for his rejection. Hmm. It's. Here's the thing. You know, maybe some of our listeners don't remember this, but basically the thing about uh, the chaplain mm -hmm. in the military is that it's really the only guy or or woman that many of our uh, service people can go to for counseling. Right. Uh, there's a big there's a big uh, taboo about act going to an actual counselor, which kind of sucks. Right. But it exists. Right. But nobody gives you shit about going to the chaplain. Hmm. So, like, for so many people, this is your counselor. This is the person. This is your, your safe haven. Mm -hmm. And for, you know, all of those atheists that were putting out in the foxholes, mm -hmm. they have to go to father so-and-so mm. and talk to that guy. 
Well, they don't want to talk to that guy. Right. And, you know, a chaplain is supposed to be multidisciplinary. Like, he's supposed to be able to be chaplain for anybody. Mm-hmm. For You know, it, it, even if he's a Lutheran, if a Catholic comes to him, if a Jew comes to him, if right. a Muslim comes to him, he's supposed to be able to minister to all of them. Right. Why can't a, why can't a humanist do that? Right. Anyway. I don't know. I, 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 I think that humanists are just so limited in their... <laughs> Right. And their atheism, Dan. Yeah. Man, how could they possibly? How? Yeah. Exactly. How could they possibly give counsel and help? And they might use science on them. They might reason. They, they might indoctrinate them into like good thinking <laughs> or something. All right. Um, well, Dan, you're familiar with uh, actor and uh, comic, I suppose, Jim Carrey. Can we? He was he was a stand up early yeah. in his early in his career. Jim Carrey, and, yeah, Jim Carrey, sure. Jim Carrey, the the mask, yeah, right, uh, the, the goofy guy. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, less goofy, less goofy, goofy, really good, but brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, he is he is an artist of uh, multiple kinds. He's not just an actor. That's true. I've seen a, I've seen a video of him doing paintings. Yeah. Uh, and he released one on Twitter uh, this last week. Oh, beautiful. Just absolutely, just a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> painting um, of uh, what, what is being made out to be that nice um, uh, Huckabee. What's her name? Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Let me right? take a look at it again. The uh, spokesperson for uh, Donald Trump. The White yeah. House uh, press secretary. Press secretary. There we go. Oh, my gosh. She um, I, I can actually see the resemblance now. Oh, yeah. Once you know it's her, <laughs> you, tell, you can't unsee it. Right? You, it's just her. Uh, and uh, and Jim Carrey's done a number of these, actually, of mm. these political uh, drawings, paintings, et cetera, that he's been putting out there. Okay. Uh, and just he says that it's actually quite cathartic to paint a picture of Donald Trump. Right. These are crazy times. I can see that. Right. And he's, uh, he's letting it out. And he's not making it be a nice picture of Donald Trump. No. Right, so he's letting a lot of anger out. Anyway, sure. so when he tweeted this out this week, the one about uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, he says, this is the portrait of a so-called Christian whose only purpose in life is to lie for the wicked. Monstrous. Okay, I'm actually fine with that. Right. That make that right. Uh, but what people are getting hung up on is this so-called Christian line. Oh. Uh, they're, uh, because, you know, well, she believes in Christ, so she's a Christian. Her daddy's well, <clears throat> a big time believer. Yeah. And so like, uh, you know, and I, I, I think what he's saying there is this sort of this, this idea that we have of being a good Christian, right? Well, what that means, who is a he's good Christian? He's calling her out for being a hypocrite because exactly. she's a fucking liar and, right. and Christians aren't supposed to lie. Christians aren't supposed to bear right. false witness. Exactly. Uh, well, Mike Huckabee, father of Sarah Huckabee. Papa Sanders. Huckabee. Papa Huck, I like to call <laughs> Papa him. Papa Huck. Uh, hey, Papa Huck. I, <laughs> how's your day going, Papa Huck? Um, he is. He got onto Twitter. Uh-oh. Oh, boy, Dan. Oh, boy. Not not happy. It's not good when an old man tweets. <laughs> it's never good. Old white men tweeting, That's it's always a bad Watch idea. Watch out. Uh, he says... Pathetic, bully, sexist, hater, bigot, and Christophobe. 
That was a new word for me. Oh. Uh, Jim Carrey attacks at press secretary, right, uh-huh. uh, for her faith. What would be hypocritical, be hypocritical Hollywood reaction if he called someone a so-called Muslim or so-called Jew? Right. Okay. So here's the difference, um, Mike Huckabee. I'd like to explain this to you. Dear Mike Huckabee. You are asking the question, so why don't we respond to it? <laughs> uh, the people who throw around, who, who, we, who you and I, Dan, mm. would call uh, Islamophobic. Sure. Right. Or, um, oh, what's the other one? Or, or um, homophobic. Sure. Or something along those, those lines. Um these are not like the, the kind of things that Islamophobes tend to say about Islam come from a very uninformed, very ignorant, very hateful uh, and fearful position. Right. They're afraid of this community that's coming in. Right. Right. Um, I don't think we can be whatever he's this Christophobe thing. Right. Christophobe. Christophobe. Uh, because we're we work. I mean, I hate to say it like this, but we 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 were, we were Christian. Yeah, we grew up with it. We we understand it on this deeper level. We were part of the community. We're not fearful of Christians coming in. Christians already surround us. We know your sticks. Yeah, we we know what. We, I don't think that it's an apt word, and but they're trying to make a stick. I actually did some looking around. I I did I followed the hashtag uh-huh. Christophobe. Yeah, uh, to see what else people were talking about. And yeah, it's from the the far, you know, Christian right, right. and they're tr- they're they're working this this hashtag and they're working this this word and they're trying to make it be a thing, with, with out of this whole like, well, if <laughs> if they get Islamophobe and homophobe, if they can call us that, then we're going to call them this, and it's like we're not calling you names, right? We're not, and we're yeah, you know, we're not. What Jim Carrey tweeted was not coming from a place of hatred, right? He was saying. Look, here are Christ's teachings about right. like not lying. Right. And here's a woman who lies for the president daily. Right. So you do that math then. Yeah. And so here's Jim Carrey's response. I am so gratified by the reaction to my little drawings. It is the job of a political cartoon to vex those who abuse power or enable those abusers. This administration has been lying to the American people from day one while plundering the country and debasing our values. And those who cover for this shameful mobster of a president are putting makeup on a, on a melanoma and telling the cancer patient that everything's fine. Monstrous? You bet. Well, there you go. So, uh, yeah. I like it. Yeah, you're, you're on board. I'm, I'm on board with this Jim Carrey fellow. You're... Hadn't really thought about him for a while. <laughs> yeah, where is he? You been? know, but he's, uh, he's been painting. He's been painting, having a grand old time. Yeah, apparently. And uh, good on him. There you go. I like I like it when people retire and paint. I'm all for George W. Bush's paintings, <laughs> Jim <laughs> just, Carrey's just paintings. Run along and paint now, fellas. Yeah. I do. I yeah. Uh, interesting that uh, that this accusation of bearing false witness should come from a man who was the star of the movie Liar Liar. <laughs> Maybe that makes him an expert. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. He knows all about it. Um, I'm going to move us to uh, to uh, Depressionville. Uh, Lagos, Nigeria. 
Go boy. Okay. Uh, you recall that uh, a while back, back uh, there was the 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 group Boko Haram uh, kidnapped a whole shitload of young schoolgirls. Yeah, I know. I wish they weren't such dicks because I like the name. <laughs> it sounds it it sounds a lot like Procol Harum, which is the which is the the prog rock band of the in the seventies or whatever. I'm not familiar at what, all. What do they sing? Whiter shade of gray? Something yeah, like that. No, anyway. Okay. Anyway, Boko Haram. Boko Haram is not good uh no. in that way. Uh they are horrible people uh who kidnapped hundreds, like like over a hundred uh, girl, mm-hmm. school girls. No, they're awful. And just held them, and that was sort of going to be their bargaining chip or the way that they were going to win their war. Uh, they've been. Uh, this has been a battle that has been fought a lot, and uh, finally, uh, they actually released a hundred and four of the girls, and didn't release one of them. There was one girl who was retained. No. And the reason she was retained, she was literally apparently about, according to the eyewitnesses, according to the other girls, she was about to get on the bus. And these Boko Haram uh, guys decided that they would pull her off and make her convert to Islam before they'd let her go. And she wouldn't do it. So they still have her. Oh my God! Uh, President Muhammadu Buhari uh, is saying that they will; she will not be abandoned. They're still working on it. But I just want to grab her and say they're just magic words. They mean nothing. I know. I you know it's so funny because my first impulse was the same. Was just like fuck. Just say whatever you need to say. Any god in the universe will forgive you for saying anything you need to say to get away from these fuckers. Yeah. Uh, these actual horrible terrorists. Ugh. Uh, however, that's not what the training is. No, I And know. I remember feeling that fervor when I was, when I was a kid, when I was mm-hmm. young and believing and my god was an awesome god and all this stuff. Not that I sang that song, because that's no. not for Mormons. No, it's too fun. Right. Uh, but I remember, like, th- there, are, there, there was at least one age in my life when if I had been kidnapped and they held a gun to me, I would not have renounced my faith. And that's stupid. <laughs> Renounce your goddamn faith. You can to, take to it convert, back. To convert, all you have to say is Allah is... What is it? I think yeah. You just say all, I think you just say the equivalent of is the only God or something like or that. Or you say I am a Muslim three times. It's literally just magic yeah. words. You say it three times, and then you're a Muslim, right? And then you're done. You're okay. And then you get to get on the bus, and then Jesus will take you back. Jesus will not be mad. Well, it is a little bit of a conversion process, <laughs> right? <laughs> you do have to sit through some discussions. You might have to go. You and, might have uh, to get wet. And they're going to have to baptize you. But that 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 Islam can be washed off. It's it, believe me. I mean, you don't even need the hard the oh, the the, Dan, the scrubby. This is heartbreaking. I'm really heartbroken for her. Yeah. yeah. That's just awful. It is it is. Uh we don't know what's happening to her. Uh or what will happen to her, but nothing it's good. just I mean, if nothing else, this is just another reminder of the mind fuckery uh-huh. that religion is. Yeah. 
It's rough. Yeah. It's rough God. out there, kids. All right. Well, here's some mind fuckery for you, Dan. Okay. Uh, it involves two of just about my favorite things. Okay. Uh, beer. Yeah. And Belgium. You love those both of those things. I, I, I really and enjoy you love Belgium. The, you love yeah. the beer that comes from Belgium. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Belgium's delightful. Yeah. I, you know, I was there last year. I'm going again in uh, about four weeks. That's right. For for about ten days. You're headed back. And uh, one of the places that I actually hope to go is West Fletteren. Okay. <laughs> Which is great. Who doesn't the, want to go there? West West Fletteren. West Fletteren. Uh, 12 is widely considered uh, one of the finest beers in the world. Oh, I, oh, uh, I it's, see. Uh, it's a Trappist brewery. Uh, like you have. Like you have. The monks are making mm-hmm. making the beer. Sure. Uh, Which, frankly, if there's a better occupation for the religious zealots of the world, make some I can't, fucking beer. I, you know what? Fucking, yeah. If you're going to make us some beer, great. <laughs> And sing, go, uh, go sing a chant to yourself and make me beer. Yeah, and the, so what, what's what's unique about West Flatteren is that the monks are are actually kind of I, I, what's the right word for it? Kind of stingy, I guess, with the beer. Right? They're very protective of it. Uh-huh. Uh, they do not want it to be a, a broadly commercial product. There are other Trappist breweries whose names you might recognized shime or west mall or mm. orville um the the and there are plenty more right there's sure. i forget how many total in the world and like a lot of these beers it's like hard to find it's hard to get well not no they're like shime west mall they're distributed throughout the world okay um you can get them right here in utah um so i assume elsewhere in the world it's Easy too. No, it's, it's easy just here. Belgium and Utah. <laughs> Those are the only places no. you can get them. West West Flatteren uh-huh. is impossible to get. Essentially, maybe, okay, that's what so I'm you might be thinking it, about yeah. them a little bit. Yeah. Um. So the, to get your hands on West Flatteren, and we're, we're actually going to get to the story here in a second, but I kind of have to set this up, okay? Because when I read the headline, I knew exactly what was going on because I was already familiar with right. the, with this uh, Abbey, um, and their beer. So to get your hands on some West Flatteren, you can go to, they have like a little bottle shop mm. at the Abbey. Sure. A little cafe or whatever. And you can go there and they'll sell you whatever they have available that day uh, and in up to six bottles. And you're capped. If you want more than six bottles, you have to call in advance, reserve a time that you're going to be driving out to the Abbey. The monks will open the gates for you if... The license plate that you gave them when making the reservation matches, matches car. the car. Wow. They let you in, and then they will sell you. I think it's this is where I might, my facts might be running a little thin. Um, I think you can get like two two cases, two mm. of these like crates, these right. 24 bottle crates. I okay. That's the max you can get. And that's, and the, that's, that's, and that's James your Bond cap. shit right there. Right. You cannot come back for 60 days. Oh, wow. They do not want to see you again. Huh. All right. And so, and this is their way of protecting the product from being commercial. Right. Right. They will not sell to distributors. Because if there's one thing you want, if, if you've if, got a good product, right. it's to avoid, you want to avoid commercial 
success. Well, what it's done is it's actually created a mystique sure. around this beer. And so, like, it's highly sought after. Yeah. Now the story. Okay. A Dutch supermarket chain <laughs> sold more than 7,000 bottles of West Flater in 12, uh, much to the monk's chagrin. Wow. Uh, they did it after the <laughs> they obtained the beer through, quote, a number of links. Yeah. This this thing, this is some black market beer. This is a, a, maybe yeah. gray market beer uh, that uh, made its way uh, into Holland and uh, they were able to sell 300 crates of it. And uh, the the monks are fucking pissed. <laughs> uh, they, they, this is a silent order, right? Oh. But they are screaming mad. <laughs> it's, it's a silent order. So you just every now and then in the hallways you hear a... Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's basically the whole story. Oh, my God. Uh, the, the, the spokesman for... The, 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 the supermarket chain has actually come out and apologized uh, <laughs> since then. Uh, they, they have accepted the fact that they totally 100% uh, crossed the line. Um, yeah. Man, I would have been proud. I would have been like, fuck you, monks. We did it. We, oh. s- we screwed you over, and we're going to do it again. Let me tell you. If you walked into a supermarket and you knew what this stuff was, right? And West Flater and Twelve is just like sitting there, my mind would fucking explode. <laughs> I would be a you are fucking. I wouldn't actually believe it. I think that somebody was trying to pull something over, right? Me. Or you'd think it was like the off brand, is <laughs> like no, West that, West Flipper I, and Twelve, <laughs> West Flater and Eleven and a Half. Indeed. Something like that. <laughs> anyway, I just loved that story. I thought that That's was That's really funny. Uh, I, you're going to love this. Yeah. This is the, we'll, we'll close on a good thing. Uh, a report out of St. Mary's University in London. Uh-huh. A Catholic university. I'm just mm. going to point that St. out. St. Mary's. Okay. Uh, has found that in Europe... Now, we are, I mean, we've reported on such things in the U.S., but in Europe, for people ages 16... To 29, Mm -hmm. uh, the percentage of nuns, the percentage of people claiming no religious affiliation Uh is cray. (laughs) Like they are, no, ain't nobody going to church. Like how, what, like how high? Uh, The highest country in Europe, uh, this is people 16 to 29, uh, Czech Republic. Interesting. Okay. At... Almost at ninety-one percent non-attend, non, non-believing, non-affiliated. Ninety-one percent of uh, of kids sixteen to twenty-nine are not going to church. Are are not affiliated with a religion. Wow. It goes down from there. Uh, Estonia, Sweden, Netherlands, UK. Where is UK? Uh, UK is at seventy percent. Are non are nice. Non- well done. Yeah. Okay. As a matter of fact, uh, 12 countries are majority none wow. in that category. So who who's the most believing? Where? Uh, Poland, I think. Poland. Well, strangely, Israel is on this. 
I do not consider them European. No. Uh, that is not a European country. But mm-hmm. yeah, Poland is still... I think once they got a pope, they're like, we're all in. <laughs> once John Paul was, was like... There was a pope. They're like, oh, we're gonna, we're all Catholics forever uh, yeah. now. Yeah. All right. Uh, That's so. interesting. What are some of the other small or low? I'm sorry, high attending. Uh, you got your Poland. You got your Lithuania. You got your Austria. Oh wow. Austria is at thirty seven percent. Um, thirty seven percent none. N- nuns. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, I was surprised to learn that. F- like France, I thought was pretty fucking Catholic. They're at sixty four percent. Wow, the lot over that fifty percent mark. Spain's over fifty percent nuns in that category. Fantastic. So uh, yeah, we got uh, the churches, man. In the first world, they're just hemorrhaging kids. I love it. It's amazing. So I guess that makes go. me a Christophobe, but I I. <laughs> I don't think it does, but maybe, maybe you can wear a proud a T-shirt that says "Proud Christophobe." On Christophobe, it. I'm a Christophobe, and then has have a picture of Christ on the cross and you going, ah, "That's so scary." I'm afraid. Oh no, I'm af- I'm not afraid of Christ. I'm I'm a lot afraid of many Christians, the individual Christians. Yeah, yeah. So Christianity, nah, it's harmless. Oh. I think you might get a letter or two about that claim. Anyway. Come on, do your best, Christianity. If you guys would like to take Frank to task for saying Christianity is harmless, please feel free to do so. You can write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, that's 424-666-TGIA. It's super easy to remember because yeah. it's like the devil and the TGIA. Anyway, uh, hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. And while you're there, on Facebook, that is, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group. Yeah. But we'll let you in. Yep. Dan. Yes, sir. Time for a little audio clip. Yeah. Uh, this is Mike Shoesmith. I wonder <laughs> what his ancestors did. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a real name. Shoesmith? Yeah. All right. Anyway. No, Mike. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe in that. Whatever. Anyway, um, he's uh, the, the latest blowhard to make it to uh He's being interviewed. He's being interviewed by uh, a guy named Carl Gallops, who's, uh, who's got a radio show mm. and stuff. So, And he had a really, a, I think it's a great theory. Uh, I think it's a powerful theory. You guys are going to. Uh, learn a lot, I think. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, That's so what the show's about really. Let's let's just hear. It's it's a it's about medical science, really, is what it's about. Oh, fantastic! So let's hear about what he has to say. Wonderful. I believe that Stephen Hawking, because nobody understands to this day how he was able to stay alive with a death sentence for over five, five decades. Yeah, he had Lou Gehrig's disease. People are, do not understand how that was even possible. Right. I think I have an idea. There's an idea floating around in my head why that's possible, Carl. Because when you look at the life of Billy Graham, okay, his ministry took off from, from Wheaton, right? 
in 19, uh, in the early 40s. You know, that's where he basically, he met his uh, mentor, uh, the president of Wheaton College, President Raymond Edmond, and they became friends. And uh, in 1942, Billy Graham started conducting these meetings, you know, these, uh, these tent meetings, you know, in the South, and he even did one, a revival at Sharon Presbyterian Church in his hometown of Charlotte. And in 1942, that's where it really kicked off for, for Billy Graham. But get this, in 1943, the Holy Spirit moved in on Wheaton campus. Many prayed on their knees, confessing their sins. Classmates recalled prayer meetings that year in which Billy lay prostrate on the floor, pleading and crying for revival. Lord, all I want to do is save souls. So here's Billy Graham. I mean, this guy is 100% devoted. The Lord sees his heart, gives him a tremendous ministry. And who do you think is sitting in the, in the background going, I have to do something about this? I mean, this guy is sold out. I have to do something about it. Who do you think is sitting in the background doing that? The devil, right? So in 1942, uh, that's when Billy Graham's ministry really takes off. And who do you think was born in 1942? Stephen Hawking. Mm-hmm. And I believe, because Stephen Hawking, Stephen Hawking comes from a long line of atheists, okay? His father and, and all these people. So I believe the devil said, okay, this guy was just born, and I'm going to use this guy. This guy is already primed to accept my message that there is no God. He's already primed for it. He's, 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 he's going to be awash, immersed in atheism all his years as a child. I'm going to take over this guy's life. And, Carl, listen, I believe... Stephen Hawking was kept alive by demonic forces. And I know that may be difficult for some people to imagine, but I believe that it was the demonic realm that has kept this man alive as a, as, as a virtual vegetable his entire life, just so he could spread this message that there is no God. Wow. I mean, he was a vegetable in, in every way except the fact that he was, like, still writing books more brilliant than this guy is capable of comprehending. Right. But you know, vegetable. Yeah, that's that's one smart carrot. That is a that is a powerful vegetative state. <laughs> Conceiving the cosmos. And- but I really do think we need to be looking into this. I mean, if if that is what kept Stephen Hawking going this whole time, I think the medical establishment needs to be looking into demonic powers. I'll take some. Give me Sign some. Me up. Give me some demon, baby. Right? I'll say some shit. Yeah. Whatever you need me oh, to- I, I've been saying some shit for free for yeah. a while now. Yeah. So. Well, frankly, <laughs> the demons owe us. We've been we've been preaching the good word for a while now. I feel like yeah. uh I feel like it's good enough to like, you know, at yeah. least at least get us out of a cold or two. Yeah. No, I woke up with kind of a sore throat this morning. I'd be lovely. I have one too. What's going on? Are you serious? Yeah. But you and I haven't seen each other since last week, so one week ago down. Oh, my Gestation God. of one week. I knew I shouldn't have made out with you. Oh, that was such a bad idea. <laughs> if you'd like to see it, it's on YouTube, youtube.com slash Atheist. Yeah, go there and, and look for that. <laughs> it's in all. It's in, in the middle of one of the videos, so just keep looking through. You'll find it. <clears throat> uh, we had someone call into us. We actually have a call that, we, we that, that we're going to play, right? Yeah, we do. Uh, this is actually, this, this, this call is coming from. Inside the city, Dan. It's, <laughs> it's terrifying. Um, <laughs> this is a response to our show last week um, where we uh, we talked a bit about uh, millennials leaving religion. Oh, yeah. And so let's, let's just have a listen. Hey, Frank and Dan. This is Jeremy in Salt Lake. Uh, I was just listening to uh, 
the incredible shrinking church. And uh, I just wanted to comment on why, uh, in my opinion, so many millennials are leaving. And, of course, all churches, not just our former Mormon church. But it's what I like to call the investment theory. Um, the longer you are in a church, the more you've invested into it, more time, more money, more of your energy, possibly more of your uh, family even. And I think our baby boomer parents uh, just have a much harder time leaving because of the investment that they put into it, whereas, uh, you know, the Gen X, the Millennials and such, the Xenials, like myself, uh, just find it easier to leave because, you know, though, though there is some investment, it's just not as as much. And so you just find it easier to leave. And that's partially why churches like the Mormon Church like to get people invested immediately. It's why they tell the elders that come home to immediately get married and immediately have children. So those are my ideas. Thanks a lot for the show, guys. Love your work. Bye-bye. Well, thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, you're not wrong. I, I don't think. I, th I mean, I think that there's something, there's something to that theory. Yeah, I mean, it's clear that they're trying, that especially the Mormon church is just trying to get their fucking grip onto the young people right by getting them committed to another person yeah yeah getting the, their yeah. lives complicated right like if you if you if you keep your life easy it's yeah then uh then you can just sort of go with the flow of whatever your brain's telling you but like if you're worried that if you stop believing what will you do with your wife and your kids? And what will you tell the, the you know, all the people around you? Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a much harder it's yeah. a much harder proposition. Yeah, absolutely. I still encourage people to do it. Oh yeah, but uh, but it's, it's trickier. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, right. thanks uh, thanks for calling in, Jeremy. Uh, yeah. We have and some then, other uh, folks to thank, don't we? We we do have other people to thank. We have um, actually Dan. This is this is getting exciting. Oh, I just want to say it. Oh, good. Right now, it's getting exciting. We are at 198 patrons Ooh. on Patreon. We want to hit 200. Right? Well, we want to hit more than that, but 200 right, is our, right next, now, our next big thing. We're trying to hit 200. Yeah, this we're almost like, there. This sounded like a pledge drive a little bit, but uh, <laughs> we're almost there. Um, Jason and Timothy are the two guys that we need to, to thank this week. Okay. Uh, they both came in at the venerable level. Oh, which means that's great. That at that at that second tier level, so it's the first tier. Right. You get uh, access to a free or I'm sorry, an ad free version of the show. Right. And uh, at the second level, uh, you, uh, you the, get the, that the, you, at the second. You get that. And you also get access to the Frank and Dan diaries. Yeah. Which come out weekly. Yeah. Uh, we're getting a great response to it. You never know They're what fun. you're going to get. You, uh, It's a grab bag. It's a, it, it of, is of bonus content. It is. We sometimes have an idea of where it's going. Sometimes we don't. Yeah. Sometimes we talk about just our lives, what's going on. Any any any, any number of things. Uh, fascinating topics, though, come up. Genius, uh, genius repartee <laughs> every single time. So if you'd like to join these kind folks, uh, you can do so. Please go to thankgodometheist.com and click on the support tab. Uh, that'll take you over to Patreon, where you can, if you're already a pay, uh, on that platform, they'll take you, you can just yeah. sign up, or you can sign up on and, and become a member of Patreon, 
and support us. And, and then you're you're one of the uh, the blessed people who uh, yeah. who are our supporters. Yeah. Uh, we have one more person we to thank. One. Every week, folks. Hallowed be her name. We have to thank our top donor, our Lord and Savior. Lord and Savior, Angela! <laughs> I hope she loves it every time you say that. I, you know, I hope she's still listening. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if she's not... No, she's listening. Anyway, Angela, thank you so much. Thanks to everybody else. Yeah. Uh, and, it's uh, really amazing. The, the, and we bless you all. Uh, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the, 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 all the people, Achu. Achu. <laughs> Dan. Yes, sir. Before we get to our next thing. Okay. I want to get a plug in for something else that I've Oh, yeah. To, Please plug. Right? Um, I have been producing another podcast. <gasps> You've uh, been cheating on me. I've been cheating. Sorry, Dan. Sorry, Dan. It's okay. I started um, cheating before you did. So. Yeah, I know. So that's just. It's how see, we do. See how it feels, Dan. It feels great. <laughs> I am fully in support of you. Anyway, um, producing another show. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's a fun duo. Uh, Taylor and Hema are their names. Uh, I've known them for a few years now. Uh, they wanted to do a podcast. They asked me if I'd help. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Uh, they just did a couple episodes. Uh, it was a two-parter, actually, about growing up Mormon. Okay. The name of the show is Bitter. And the, the, the concept is they're, they're just bitter about everything. Right? They're so grumpy pants. They're grumpy pants. They're funny. Uh, and they just go topic to topic. And not really atheist themed, but it's not an atheist themed show at so all. So much fun, in fact. Um, but they they both grew up Mormon, and they did two episodes on what that what that meant to them. Sure, uh, and uh, you know, go check it out. Yeah, it's it's pretty honest. Go go check it out. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Hema shares uh, his story of being excommunicated from the church Aww. after having gay sex on his mission, <laughs> uh, and uh, Taylor. Uh, got kicked out of uh, BYU Idaho oh. for having sex with her boyfriend. So Ugh. a lot of sex. There's a, sex comes up a lot in this show. Yeah, you so, know. But, yeah, hey. Anyway, sounds, sounds like fun. So wanted to do the plug in bitter podcast, and you can just find it on iTunes, look and it up, Google Play, and all look those it up fun uh, wherever your wherever your pod blasts come yeah. from. Yeah, it's been a delight. So. Great, great. Well, speaking of Mormons, mm -hmm. uh, you and I talk about them a bit because <laughs> uh, it's what I, we know. I know. Dan, you you build with the <laughs> with the clay that you're given. I know, I know. I was I met up with a friend this morning uh -huh. actually for coffee, and uh, we were talking about sort of the the common trauma of Mormonism that we all share. Sure. in this city. Sure, and I'm like the the sicko that I am. I actually consciously didn't leave in my 20s when I had a chance. Right. I chose to stay to 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 work through my mormon trauma with all my fellow ex-mormon yeah. brothers and sisters yeah we know what Ugh. we're doing yeah. anyway uh so a thing came out recently uh we've talked in the past about the mormon leaks website uh, -huh. uh which is a website that where people can that asks people who are inside the church or you know or who have some access to stuff from the church mm -hmm. to uh to leak documents or videos or whatever to uh to them mm -hmm. and uh they recent they, this week they released a uh, a video and a transcript of a woman 
There was a yeah. There's a transcript. It's long. Oh, I thought it was just an audio recording. Or audio. Video. No audio. Okay. Sorry, that's okay. what I meant. Uh, that's I, what that that confused look was. Yeah, I I assume she has a she has a YouTube channel though. I'm just kidding. Uh, so <laughs> actually, th- actually, the woman's keeping it very private. Yes, she's, her name has been withheld. Right. Um, uh, so here's the deal. She, this woman, uh, we don't know who, went to a man who, and we're gonna have to. We're going to have to do a little bit of a deep dive into Mormon into, into Mormonism so that you understand that what this guy's position was. Mm-hmm. He was, at the time that she's talking about with him, he was the president of the, of the MTC, which the is missionary the missionary training center. That's right. In Provo, Utah. So every missionary going, going out into the field has to go to a missionary training center. The biggest one and the, is down in Provo. That's right. And uh, uh, just off the BYU camp or on BYU it's campus. It's actually on the BYU campus. And it's and it's a large facility. Yeah. I mean, if you consider because every, all of these, when you're a teenager and you're Mormon, you kind of just go on a mission now. Yeah. And like even the girls do. Yeah. But for when, I, when it was our age, it was most it was all the boys and like the girls who couldn't find a, a, a husband by the time they were 20. 21. 21. That's the, right. Yeah. The, the sad... Uh, <laughs> the, all, the old, the old maids, all all the boys and and the homely ladies. <laughs> that's not fair. That's not. That's not fair at all. Um, but but it was. But now, I mean, more and more of these people are going on uh, are going on missions. So, right. so 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 here's the deal: the president of the MTC is going to be a man who is sort of supremely righteous. He is a highly regarded member of the church or he had this to is been, a very important position right prior to his being called right president of the mtc because he, he is being given the responsibility of overseeing this 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 mission yeah. of training up and taking care of these young people who are about to go out into the mission field yeah i mean there's no it's it, the, the, president, the president of the mtc is not part of any hierarchy no but you could but in terms of like psychologically psychological importance to a mormon he's a, he's like he's up there he's yeah he might as well be an apostle in the church really or or I, just I, one step down down from that i would say that if i were to like consider who the stature of this man i'd put him in the second quorum of the 70 yeah that's what i'm saying yeah yeah uh so anywho uh this woman this anonymous woman went to this guy long after he had retired uh-huh. under the guise of being a uh, a reporter for some LDS magazine or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. She pretends to be that for a while, interviews him for a while, uh-huh. uh, and then says, and then like almost an hour into the thing, yeah, drops the bombshell, by the way, you molested me. Right. Uh, you took me into the basement of the MTC, uh-huh. and you uh, and you molested me there. Yeah. To which he says, "I'm sorry." Yeah. Uh, he literally cops to it. Uh-huh. He cops to doing it multiple times. He says he was sex addicted. Yeah. Which that's not a thing. That's that's like religious person code for he had a sex drive. I well and and I didn't stop myself from doing horrible things. Oh, I see what you're saying. But yeah, yeah I mean yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean it's basically just I 
it, it, right, yeah, right, right. It's excusing I, I was taking that very wrong, the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, he copped to. Now he didn't specifically remember her. No, it didn't sound like. Um, and he's an old man. Yeah, he's in his eighties. But he very quickly copped to having done horrible things. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Now, that in and of itself, sadly, not that surprising. You know, it, sooner or later, it was going to kind of have to happen. You, you get a man in power, and oftentimes, right, as we've learned from, and by sooner or later, it kind of had to happen. I meant it, the news was going to break that it had. Oh, happened. sure, sure, right. Uh, like because you know it's happened. Yes, exactly. It's just we, we know. Yeah, will somebody break rank? And actually tell their story. Well, and this is where the story is. Because the story isn't about this creep who was who, who molested people. Right. The story is the church covering it the fuck up. Yeah. Um, the, the woman claims that she went to church officials mm-hmm. about this at the time and, uh, and reported it to them. And they said, we'll take care of it. Uh-huh. And nothing happened. Yeah. She actually asked him, did anyone come to you? And he says no. So, that I mean, this is, that's the story here. The yeah. story isn't about a, a, an asshole who's a molester. The story is about an institution right. that has sheltered at least one, that we now know has sheltered at least one person in a major position of authority right. over... Teenagers, yeah, who had a re- who, who repeatedly abused that position. Yeah, uh, you know it's so funny. I, I one person uh, that I know posted a thing that was pointing out that on BYU's campus, uh, professors aren't even allowed to have couches in their offices because they can't because. If you have a couch in your office, you're going to have sex on that couch. You might have sex on that couch. No, you're going to. You might. You will. You, you will. Let's just face that. Face the facts. You will. That actually is, I'm thinking about it. There are no couches anywhere on campus. Yeah. It's kind of couch free. But it's a little bit of a lie. I know. <laughs> Let's just go with it. But no, there, are no, no, cou- there are no couches. In, they're terrifying. In offices, especially. It's so- actually, they're considering... Uh, <laughs> writing it into the the word of wisdom. No, no sofas. They, they don't believe in couches. No, 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 no chaise longs. No divans. No, you're not. You're not gonna lie. <laughs> Do not recline. <laughs> Do not recline. No lazy boys. So the fact that and and by the way, uh, it has been confirmed. Uh, uh, KUTV local news channel KUTV has two has confirmed uh, that. I think it was them. Somebody confirmed that uh, that this little room in the basement existed, and it had a bed and it had a TV, a bed. What in the basement? Like because the way that you- he had a little fuck closet. This dude. Holy shit! So like because you 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 read the 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 kind of the account in the Tribune this morning mm. and I found this one on the Religious News Service yeah. and they refer to it as it sounds like it's um, almost like a janitorial closet it's how they make it sound in these articles yeah that was no. my impression no I, so this yeah. this is so and it, oh wow 
So yeah, the, apparently it had a TV, a VHS player, and a little bed. Well, and she she actually uses the word she, in in the in the transcript. It says that you know her, she's talking to him as an old man, right? And she said that you groomed me. Yeah. You were grooming me. Right. Which in this case does not mean uh, he had a comb. No. It means it means that he carefully led her to believe. Step by step. Step by step to uh, to to eventually be uh, raped. In a position where where he could. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, th- this was a really interesting thing to watch as the story came out because the the uh the ex-mormon subreddit was just blown up with it yeah right? that's where course. i first you know came across this story right um after being told about it and i was like oh shit i better go check that out um and and that that was going on for like two days and then the tribune broke their version of the story uh, they didn't break the story, but they right. printed their version of the story. Right. The Desert News also printed a little bit of the story, very watered down and very blaming the, the girl. This is the, the, Mor- the Mormon Church-owned uh, newspaper. And they were vigilantly watching the comments section and right. just deleting everything. Of course they were. Just of course they were. scouring. The Here's the thing. Uh, the victim blaming is strong yeah. right, right now. Uh, the man, uh, the accused... Uh, well, who, and along the lines of victim blaming, the church's official initial re, you know, press release on the whole thing, they they had some serious dog whistles in 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 the press release. Yes, right? they referred to uh, this woman as um, a former member of the church, right, and who served a partial mission. And if if you're if you're if you've lived in Mormonism, you understand exactly what they're doing. They're discrediting her. They're right. saying that there was something wrong with her, that she was somehow unworthy, right. and she that there, she's broken. She's left the church. Yeah, there's and something she, and, wrong with and that her. Mean, it means not this righteous man. She probably has something against the church and blah blah. Yeah, blah. she has an axe to grind. The man's name, by the way, is Joseph L. Bishop. So um, fucking confusing. Right? Yeah, exactly. It was exactly. the hardest name to read. <laughs> You're like, what? Bish- Wait, Bish- he wasn't the bishop, though. Anyway, <laughs> he apparently, so his son is a lawyer, and his son right. is, is coming out with a bunch of stuff, uh, including a thing where he basically is saying, because they know who this woman is, mm-hmm. uh, and they're 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 thinking of, uh, of outing her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he and he's like talking about how she's been convicted of blah 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 and accused of fraud in other states and whatever, which is such an interesting dodge considering the fact that there is audio recording of the man fucking admitting to the shit. Yeah. yeah. So really, it doesn't matter. How, discredit her all you want. Right. How do you go ahead? But then try. You're going to gonna dis- have to discredit your father. Yeah. Try to discredit. What you're have to do. What he said. Right. Admitting it about himself. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's pretty tricky. Yeah. But, well, he's but, an old man and he gets confused. I mean, they're already they're already playing uh, that yes, one. Yes. Uh, well, he, what he said was something along the lines of his mind is pretty, is still in really good shape, but sometimes he gets confused. <laughs> so confused that he admits, the, he tells stories. You know, every now and he then admits he, he, to, just to, admi- he just goes ahead and admits to, uh, molest- to horrible, horrible crimes. Rape. Sure. A little over the shirt. 
Copperfield asking to see the breasts. Yeah, I think that's take one your bikini the, off. Yeah, all the stuff. All, all those, all those sister missionaries in their bikinis. You know, there was a, there was a line in there about taking a bikini <laughs> top off. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Did he mean their bra? I don't I, know. Yeah, well, he's an old man. He's confused. <laughs> anyway, I think the point. I think the point here is, uh, and no one listening to this, I get it, you guys. I know you're not surprised. Yeah. Nobody is surprised to learn that a religious institution is covering up uh, rape and, and, and molestation. It's just another example. Like, it's so funny because when, you know, when a, when a, when a non-religious institution, when a, mm-hmm. when a, corporation covers up something like right. this i get it they've got a financial uh i don't get it like it's horrible and it's not okay right but there's they've got a financial reason to do it well yeah but when a guess, church a church has finance i mean the lds church has financial reasons too sure <laughs> but also like once it comes out and it will come out uh people are going you know, your whole institution is based on the idea that you're righteous, good people. Right. And uh, I just don't know why they that the immediate response isn't, um, you know, excommunication, right, and discipline and dealing with the perpetrator. That's well, the just, only clean and efficient way of handling it. Yeah, from, from just from public from public relations, from the perspective of your membership, yeah. from anything. And it also has this wonderful thing about being the good and right thing to do. Yeah. Right. Like, How like, great is that? Holy shit. You get, you, you can get, not only be on the right side, good PR, you get to show that you're doing the right thing. You get to say, Hey, look, we're on the right side of the morality of this issue. Right. And it's actually the right thing. And it's, uh, amazing it's a win-win and it, and churches cannot figure that they one out. can't wrap their heads around it it's amazing i wonder and why they didn't that even is. pull him from the position no what the fuck the amazing thing though dan yeah is uh toward the end i think of the whole thing uh when he is um it's still it's this recorded conversation uh-huh. old man and the woman and he's expressing how he hopes, I hope I don't get excommunicated because of it. Oh, my God. An hour and a half into the interview, he pleads with the interviewer not to expose him, says here. Um, he he su- also suggests these are that he's already repented for his past. Mm. I paid, he tells the interviewer. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. So this is, this is again. See, this he paid. Pr- he already paid. He already paid. He he's done what he was what he was supposed to do. Yeah, in his he, mind, he, was, he, he went, was held responsible. He went and told another uh, uh-huh. another straight white man uh-huh. that he did it. Uh-huh. That guy said, "Well, you better never do it again, right? Or we'll be mad, right?" Lord frowns on this, and then uh, and then he's good. No, yeah. he paid. He paid. He's all paid up. He did everything he was supposed to be, so that the organization, his higher ups. And the quote unquote the Lord would forgive him. He's all paid I'm up. Sorry, where is where is the woman? Where are the people who are hurt and harmed? You know, where's the law? Yeah, yep. Like this is it's yep. It's uh, it's wrong. Yeah. Uh, so there you go, uh, ladies and gentlemen. 
If you if you would like to weigh in on this, if you'd like to chime in on this, if you'd like to be a part of this conversation, you can write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call, call us. Yeah. Leave a voicemail like Jeremy yeah. did. 424. Okay. You have your pen? 424-666-8442. That's right. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA members only lounge or request to join. Uh, it is a closed group, but that's what keeps the conversation uh, under control. Civil and good. That's what, we're, that's what we're shooting for. Yep. Uh, hey, speaking of Facebook, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work. Uh, on, she's just constantly thinking about that it's Facebook amazing. page and making sure Love she it. knows how to do it. She's, yeah. she's, she's got great ideas. Anyway, uh, thank you so much, Mackenzie, and thanks to Amy, Sarah, and Danny for their work as moderators in the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music that's right and thank you dear listener for tuning in we really appreciate you bye bye